Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. This morning we've got Sheriff Chip Simmons from Escambia County here in studio with us. Sheriff, welcome back. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, uh, um, I'm all better. Everybody in my house is better. <laughs> so that's the good news. Uh, we had a couple of incidents over the weekend. Uh, Crystal Lake Apartments, there was a shots fired call. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of reports on the 17th. Um, Crystal Lake Apartments, there was a, a report that someone had fired two, uh, some rounds, I guess I should say, at two victims. Um, they reported to us a guy was supposed to have brandished a firearm and fired several shots at them. Uh, we located him in an apartment and took him into custody without incident. So that was pretty uh, not eventful after that. Um, we also had a report of a carjacking uh, in a pursuit off of Glenwood Avenue. Um, we got a report that an individual had um, uh, pulled out a weapon and um, stole a car. So we saw the car. Luckily, our deputies out there doing a great job. They saw the car. They tried to make a traffic stop. The guy tried to flee, but we were able to bump him a little bit and stop him, and we ended up recovering a black Glock replica pellet gun, um, and the bad guy was was uh, was arrested. Like an so, airsoft or something like that? I, I apparently, one looked enough yeah, real to someone gave up the car realistic. about it. Yeah, they do look very realistic, and they can even you know function if you shoot them. They, I mean, it, it's not a bullet, obviously, but the, you know, the slide can recoil and everything. So, Well, here's the thing. You're, you're, you're pretending like it's a real gun. People are going to think it's a real gun. Yep. And, and you know, if someone pulls a replica gun at me, I'm not going to have time to sit there and wait. Excuse me. No, it's not real. I, I don't, we don't have time for that. Right. Um, we have time to defend ourselves. Did, in that situation, uh, I mean, do you, we know where the carjacking began? Like, was it at a gas station or at a residential parking, like a driveway, a garage, a street? Uh, do we, did, it, did it give the, like, how the incident began? Well, we, we got an address. Um, Two thousand block of Glenwood Avenue. So okay. I assume it's right outside of their of their okay. home or their right. residence. Well, that's I mean scary all around that kind of stuff. Um, you also had a uh, case where you were called to help arrest somebody who was a uh, what a homicide suspect out of Mississippi. Is that right? Yeah. Over the last couple of days, we've been working with Mississippi authorities. I think Stone County in Mississippi. Um, they they had reason to believe that there was a homicide suspect um, from their from their jurisdiction in Escambia County, particularly on the west side, Perdido area. So they gave us the information. Our deputies, again, for days were, were on the lookout for this vehicle. We finally saw the vehicle uh, parked at a, a, a residence on the west side. I'm, I don't have the exact address, but it was in the Perdido area. Um, so, we, so we surrounded the house, and we did what you see on TV. We used bullhorns, and, you know, you're surrounded. Come out with your hands up. And he did. So we were able to arrest this uh, when it works. suspected murderer, and he's in Escambia County Jail. Uh, if he hasn't already made his way over back to uh, to Mississippi to face those charges. So I'm not sure why you think you're safe in Escambia County. Um, that never works out well for you. I think we <laughs> talked about that. Some yeah. of the people that flee and they, they end up in Pensacola or Escambia County and and they always go to jail. Pensacola has a long history of finding the wrong person. Or the right person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, in a good way. Like, you know, we have that history. Um, wanted to ask you about a couple of things that have been in the news over the week. Um, one is, I know this horrible story out of Minnesota where you had two officers and a, a paramedic EMT, uh, I think EMT actually, responding to a domestic violence call. And the person shoots at them and they get, they get in a gunfight and they get killed. It's a, It's horrendous but i don't know how many times you and i and you know sheriff johnson and uh, mike wood from pbd have talked about that you know the, the two scariest unknown circumstances are the traffic stop and the domestic violence call yeah and and they're almost impossible to really deal with honestly without some risk because when you go to the case that you're talking about up there in 
uh, in Minnesota that they responded to a domestic call, as I understand it. Um, and then the guy just opens up, opens fire on them. And then the, the paramedic or the EMT was trying to help and they opened fire on him. Um, you know, you're, you're, you have to respond to a house. You have to actually get out of your car and go to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, just a, a difficult job. I think, I think that it kind of brings to light how dangerous this job is and, and, and how much we, we appreciate those who are still willing to do the job that, that, that they respond to that call because anyone, any call we go to can be like that. Right. And all that, that, um, there are calls that we go on that sound, you know, there might be, the person might be armed with a gun. So we kind of know to be a little more careful. Uh, but not every call we do, do we have information about the mental makeup or the the intent of of the the suspect or the, or the um, you know whether he has a weapon or she has a weapon or not. Uh, there are times when we get a call and like you said, maybe a traffic stop, maybe just a call for service that we end up um, engaging gunfire with with an individual that tries to kill us. Um, you know, our hearts go out to the to the to the, the officers up there and the and to the. Uh, the paramedic up there, um, you know, I think they, they exchanged gunfire and they ended up killing the bad guy. Um, but but again, it doesn't doesn't bring a life back. No, and it's you know, if you just kind of think through the parameters of these circumstances, let's say it's just what you might call an ordinary domestic violence case. You know, a man and a woman fighting. Okay, they're agitated, they're emotional, they might have been drinking. You know, they've been in a kind of a frenzied state, which is what led to the probably the neighbors calling or they called nine one one, whatever. You show up and. Ideally, your role is to de-escalate, peacemake, help the situation resolve. But at the same time, you know, if somebody's got anger in their heart and, you know, murder on their mind and they're about to do something awful, they could just easily turn that against you or whatever. I mean, it's, you never know, right, what you're going to what you're going to come up against. Well, I mean, there are ambush scenarios that, yeah. that we hear about and not all the time, but we do hear about them too frequently. Um, where again, you don't know the mental makeup. You, you don't know what took place. You don't know if this is the second, third time. You don't know if this individual is suicidal. You don't know if this individual is 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 is, un, is thinking that they're going to go to jail forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so they have nothing to lose. We don't know all that information in most cases, um, and and but we still have to go right. Um, and they're, they're still out there every day, um, you know, do, doing what we need them to do, and that's protecting our our community. And and I, again, I, I'm thankful every day. Absolutely. It's been in the news the last few days that the uh, Tallahassee legislature is working on another measure to protect law enforcement officers from interference, this 14-foot rule that um, anybody who is uh, on the scene of a crime or an investigation or a patrol stop or whatever would have to stay back 14 feet. Now, I think 14 feet is a weird number. I don't know exactly. I mean, you know, it's it, was that 13 and a half? Is that 15? I don't know. But the principle of the thing, I assume you support. I do. I do. I And I've been in situations where people have not just surrounded us, but, but started to, to converge upon us whenever we're trying to make an arrest. And I, I think it's important to give the, the men and women that are doing this job a, a, you know, a chance and opportunity to do the job without having some sort of interference. Uh, 14 foot, I don't know why 14 foot. It's, it's not that far, really. Um, I, I don't have a problem with people you know, watching. I don't have a problem with, with people mm-hmm. taking pictures. I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Which, uh, which, by the way, is protected. I mean, it, you are right. you completely allowed to watch, record. Yeah. If it's we're in recording a too, area. So, right? You're recording too. You know, right. We have our own. So, and and there's public records, so you can you can record. I have no problems with that at all. But I do think that there are times when, um, when when the the people that are doing the job need a little bit of space. And and some again, they may be fighting an individual in, mm-hmm. and and you are not confined to a one or two foot area. So there's you know, my hope is that people would actually help. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that, that's not. 
that's not always the case. That, the, which, by the way, is just a good note. If you are ever, you know, it's like if you're ever around an incident, instead of getting out your phone and recording it, why don't you help the officer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they yeah. want is help. There, is you there can a way them, you right? can? You know, because yeah. a lot of times they know the individual that's there. I just got a text speaking. I got about the fake gun. Um, I, 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 if it has like a big orange bulb on the front of it, which then that's they do different. not. You might readily, right. you might really recognize that. Um, so I'll just tell you if if it doesn't, and you pretend like it's a real gun. Um, you know, you bring a fake gun to me when I'm in my car, mm-hmm. uh, the blood you shed will be real. That's, yeah. that's all I can tell you. I, I, I totally. I mean, I understand and agree. Last thing I wanted to ask you about, just because we sometimes talk about in the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about these pit maneuvers, damage to cars, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, pit maneuvers are not the only thing that damage your Tahoes, is I understand. We have, you know, in, in deer season, I guess, as my hunter <laughs> friends would say, um, you know, we, we do a lot of traveling in rural areas and we probably get hit by deer or hit deer probably three times a month during during this, wow. during this season. We had one last night. This is our, our passenger side. We had one last week that I think we, we actually hit. Um, so it, it happens uh, happens quite a bit. And, and some of these deer are pretty big. Yeah. I don't want to tell my hunt friends where they're at, but, but there's, some, there's some big deer out there. They might that, go Tahoe poaching with the sheriff's yeah, office? Is that, that what you're telling me? That are jaywalking. And, and, they, you know, and, and they, they leap and all that sort of thing. I'm not a big hunter myself. But... Um, Anyways, we have about three a month. Three a uh, month, and that's—I mean—that's probably major damage, and nobody gets hurt most of the time, which is good. But still, that's—I mean—that's a big deal, right? And you got to repair those vehicles; they're out of service. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we—you know—we got bumpers that, that um, you know on in, in supply, so we can we can fix them pretty <laughs> in quick. supply. Oh, we'll I got a pit maneuver. A, I, I got a note in here from somebody says that uh, last week my wife and five-year-old son saw Sheriff Simmons and stopped to say hello. Sheriff Simmons gave my son a sheriff's coin, and my son was <laughs> thrilled. He even thought the coin was show and tell at school. Uh, thank you, Sheriff, for going out of your way to connect with our community. We're so grateful you and Escambia County deputies. You know what? It, it is. I'm so honored to be the sheriff of Escambia County. And when we go out and we see people and they and they engage with us, um, especially the children. The children mm-hmm. are, are typically they you know they they they're in awe of someone in uniform, policeman, firefighter, military individual, um, and, and talk radio host. Talk radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the uniform, uniform, uniform is what really gets them. You know, yeah. You're not wearing shorts. No, so not. <laughs> But but you know it's just it's just so uh, heartwarming to see someone that that actually appreciates what you do and and, and potentially wants to be one you know one of them with you. So right. it's, I I remember that we were at Waffle House. Uh, you can't go better than Waffle House and and engaging with our with our with our kids. And um, you know I happened to have a challenge going with me, so I gave it to him. And I, That's cool. I obviously it was a, it was a great day. Oh, great morning. I, I did have one other thing I forgot I was going to ask you about. Uh, I think it's Louisiana. The governor there has declared a law enforcement shortage, state of emergency. That they are short. God, I think the number is like twenty thousand cops or something like that. And I mean, it's some ridiculous number um, that they are short. Um, and I would have thought, kind of the southeast states are the ones who are doing well because we're typically pro right. law enforcement. But that that kind of caught me by surprise because it's not like New York or Illinois or California or something like that. Um, have you heard anything about that? Or because you know, here that's, we're that's doing we're doing me. fine. I mean, here in Florida, right? Because yeah, we're we're, we're, we're actually doing really we're good. pro. It's Game County um, Sheriff's Office. We're doing really well. Um, that's the first I've heard about Louisiana. I'm surprised. I wonder if it's the New Orleans area, um, you know, instead of just the whole state. Is it state police? I was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was the governor for the whole state. And I was trying to just look it up because it was in. I was going off a of memory here, trying mm-hmm. to get you that number better, but um, uh, I'm not pulling it up fast enough. Hold on, just a second. I got it right here. Yeah. Uh, they have. This is a whole 1,800. Sorry, I was way off my number. 1,800 statewide deputy shortage that they're down. 
across the state. Uh, and the governor, Jeff Landry, signed an executive order declaring a state of emergency due to police officer shortage. Oh, I wonder what that does. What's, yeah, I what does that do? It's real bad. I hey, mean, here I, you yeah. go. Why don't you sign the check and pay them more? And uh, instead of your, and I don't know what it says. Maybe it says something like that. So yeah, I'll, no, I'll be fair I, but about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just basically a way of raising people's awareness to the problem. But I'm with you. How? What is that? You know, pay raises would be nice, right? Well, and and right, that's why yeah. we've been. You know, I've been I've been fortunate to have a, a working relationship with our board of county commissioners and getting pay raises right. over the last three years. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that that you need to understand and appreciate the work they do and, and pay them accordingly. Absolutely. Sheriff Chip Simmons, Escambia County Sheriff, uh, you said you're humbled and proud to have uh, Escambia County to be the sheriff of. We're proud to have you as sheriff, sir. So thank you so much for the time. We'll talk to you again next week. You bet. Thanks.